Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the second season of Arizona.FYI. A Love Letter to Arizona, Part 1. I can't easily say what I actually mean when I say I love Arizona. It's a little like a sports team, I suppose. You might say that you love the Raiders, but is it the players' group effort that matters? Players change every season. The management, then, that's what makes the franchise. But management changes with the money, with coaches, coordinators, and staff. The team name, then, that's, that's what's important. But names change as franchises change hands or locations. It must be the fans in the catchment area of the team that makes the culture. The Raiders moved, or are they still the Raiders? Do they still have their edge and reputation? Do they have a different reputation? It's not the uniforms, since they can change on a whim, como los D-backs. It's not the stadiums that are built and demolished, named for the flavor of the year. It's not geography, necessarily. Since when I was a kid, before we had the Cardinals, you were either a Raiders or a Cowboys fan. Some of us still have those loyalties, even if they're not technically our own. And I can point to more Doyers fans than D-backs fans in the West Valley. So if it's not the clothes, the logo, the name, the geographical location, the governing body, the management, the individuals that make it up, the places in which they operate, the merchandise they sell, the rules they live by, the fans who support them, or the stadium they play in, what is it that makes a sport team unique and worthy of loyalty? I can't easily define the quality that makes up the entity that people evoke when they talk about their favorite sports team. And that's how I feel about the state of my birth. I love Arizona. But what does that mean? What exactly is it that I'm thinking when I use that label? It certainly isn't the state government, along with Florida, where the butt of a national joke. We spend the least on schools, and are currently in the act of dismantling public education in a return to medieval Gnosticism and apprenticeship. Our legislature has abandoned the principled leadership of Hayden and Goldwater, despite their flaws, instead to operate behind closed doors and against the interests of the state. It's not just the cities and towns, the suburbs, the exurbs, the rural enclaves full of religious zealots, or their private religious universities enjoying handouts and favors from city governments. The poor urban planning, the lack of cohesive transit, the unwillingness to cooperate at the city level. It's not all of the people, since by numbers, most people that live here are willfully ignorant transplants seeking refuge from snow and perceived high taxes unconcerned with the culture and heritage of the region they've invaded. They complain about the heat. They complain about the traffic, which they help create. They complain about paying taxes. They complain about the lack of culture. They complain about the particular shade of brown that is the only thing they're able to see when they look at the desert. There are, of course, easy stereotypes with which to label our various populations. When I went to school at NAU, Flagstaff was the hippie town full of hairy boxcar hobo dumpster diving freegans and partying college kids. It's now on its way to the same fate to which Colorado's ski towns have gone, contracting a serious case of affluenza and bilking suckers with ludicrous home pricing and compromised building standards. Tucson's sewage treatment plant was the first thing you encountered driving in on the 10 for a long time, making your first impression less than impressive. Phoenix is a wasteland of suburbia, testament to the worst impulses of land developers and crony municipal governments. The Scottsdale but with lifted trucks feel of northern Peoria. The I just bought it because it was cheap 
I don't mind the commute, even if it's costing me just as much in time and money as if I moved closer to work, people of Maricopa. The nonchalant response of, oh, of course there's a serial shooter in Maryvale. AJ, otherwise known as Breaking Bad, is about us, but they said it in New Mexico because New Mexico offers tax breaks. South Phoenix, full of good people with bad reputations. Snotsdale, the town no one wants to admit enjoying getting drunk in. The land itself, though, how beautiful and full of resource and life. If I had to narrow it down, I'd point to the deserts, the mountains, the forests, and the rivers as my first loves in Arizona. The prevailing national push against federalization makes the BLM enemy to Facebook conservatives who parrot the chic attitude of anti-federalism, but don't realize that's where they go hunting, fishing, shooting, hiking, and riding the razors. That BLM land is more accessible to them than state land ever pretends to be. Where once we camped and played among the airy meadows of A1 Mountain, gated starter mansions bookend the forest roads. Across the chaparraled valleys, colossal metal monsters carry their bundled steel filaments. They stand two abreast across virgin desert, on and on to the horizon, scarring timeless vistas with the invisible humming power needed to sustain encroaching growth. Where once we drove for miles to be alone amongst the creosote, we find Lowe's and Best Buy and HOAs. What do I love about Arizona? It's not the particular quality and quantity of sunlight we are blessed with here, to the point you can look at photographs taken at noon against a blank wall and say, oh look, it's Phoenix, or the hairdryer in a pottery kiln experience of driving in the summer. The meth-fueled desperation of 19th Avenue north of North Mountain, the incredibly gorgeous resorts that bring tourism dollars and prestige, and which lie to visitors about the fairy tale life in the sun, with championship golf, thanks John Talton, like the most insipid Instagram thought does. It's not the fact that while we have lots of water, it's not enough for everyone to move here. It's a precious resource we shouldn't be squandering. But the fact that agriculture is the first thing on the chopping block is nuts. Our water has, can, and should still support responsible development and agriculture to sustain it. We need a holistic reimagining of our relationship to the deserts and mountains of our state, which includes responsible local farming, integrated into urban landscapes, to counter the Euclidean zoning and incentive structure that has encouraged sprawl across our land. We need to take back stewardship from the hands of the greedy developers. Now I realize, so far, this is a love letter lacking in love. And unfortunately, modern Arizona is hard to defend sometimes. But when I think of Arizona, I think of the sum total of all these things. The things I don't like about this state can fill an episode. But the things I love about this state will fill seasons. So this season, let me tell you what I love about Arizona, and let's find out what you think about it too. Keep listening to Arizona.FYI, and hopefully you'll start to love it just as much as I do. Check us out on the web at Arizona.FYI. We'd really like to hear from you. Feedback will help us improve and figure out what's important to you. Do you want to hear about history? Do you want to hear Dan and I just bullshit? 
Do you want to hear about the future of Arizona? Current events in Arizona? How we got to where we are? Where we might end up going? Help us understand what's important to you. If you have comments or suggestions, send an email to mail at arizona.fyi. And as always, while you're out there exploring our state, don't forget to bring us along. <laughs>